Miller Yule is here to talk about his new album, Let It Burn, and his album release show that just happened at Galatos. Miller's dad, Phil, is a renowned recording engineer, so we start off our chat by asking if being a musician was always in the cards. Got me feeling like a movie scene. I, I don't think so. I think I was more obsessed with football as a right. kid and sports um, and animals. I wanted to be a zookeeper at one time. Right. Um, and obviously they, they had the studio and my cousin would come up from Wellington every Christmas and me and my brother would muck around and pick up the random instruments in the house and we'd make our own little cousin band as little kids. Right. Uh, my cousin was the only one that knew actually how to play anything. Um, <laughs> but I, I always gravitated to the pots and pans. Um, and my parents saw that I had some rhythm and I think we did a family concert and then I went and they just thought we got to, we got to get this kid some drum lessons. Right. Um, and I was, I was pretty reluctant to start off with. I was like, no, I don't want to learn the drums. But as soon as I, I had my first lesson, I was, I was away. And I suppose that kind of led to everything. And then I moved from the drums to songwriting and, and a bit of audio engineering as well. So a whole bunch of things. Cool, cool. So I saw your show at uh, Galatos, your album release thingy with the full band and everything. Mm. It looked like you were having a good time up there. So yeah, um, it, it was a long time coming because I know I remember you were up here at the studio years mm-hmm. ago and yep. th- yet this is kind of your first full album of your songs right so what 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 led up to yeah. that what took so long <laughs> yeah well um thanks for coming it was, it was great yeah. to see you. I, I was playing some of the songs and i saw you up the front taking some some, some snaps right. um <laughs> so it means a lot there um but yeah so i think yeah, I came to see you for Shoot Me in the Heart, which was 2016, which was right. my debut EP. Yep. And then, yeah, since then I did a, a live EP and then a, a single. And then I, I had recorded Let It Burn, the debut album, uh, in actually in, in 2019. And then um, was planning everything. And then obviously the pandemic hit yep. uh, in 2020 and kind of scuppered all of the plans. And it was a business decision to just say, okay, no one knows what's going on. Everything's so uncertain. Let's, um, let's just put it on hold for now. See what, what happens with this lockdown. Right. And so obviously lockdown happened. Everyone was making bread. Yes. Uh, There were a few artists that released during the lockdown. and I I don't, I still don't know if it was an opportune moment or, or maybe not a good call, but I wanted to hold on because it was my, first album obviously and then we came out of lockdown started planning again back into lockdown came out of lockdown and so it's just it's just a story of that really and and three years later it's finally out yep all right well take us back three years to when you were actually making the record who were you making it with where did you do it uh what was the vibe like mm-hmm. yeah well i've had these songs kind of well most of the songs uh, pottering around for a bit but I had yeah I had a selection of songs and I was like this this is the album and we recorded a, a chunk of them with Greg Haver right uh, the producer um, and it was just a dream really he kind of organized everything we're at Roundhead Studio A Neil Finn's studio and that was another dream fulfilled yep and then yeah just getting getting the the, uh, the, the session musicians that Greg wanted that he knew would just nail this kind of album that we wanted um greg was great as well because he 
I sent him demos. He'd heard of my older stuff, um, but he said, oh, "I've been looking. I've been looking for an artist that makes songs like you're making in this kind of genre. There's not a lot of people in that rocky Americana, right? Semi-commercial pop vibe uh, in New Zealand. So he was just as excited about it. Um, and so we got Tom Healy on guitar, who's a genius. Stephen Small on keys, who's another genius. Michael on bass, who's another genius they're all they're all amazing yeah. and then greg Turn around, actually around yourself with geniuses you're gonna look pretty good huh <laughs> yeah yeah it was a dream to just be surrounded and, and uplifted right. by these fantastic musicians right so the songs that make up the album to you were, were they kind of written as a whole in mind did you sit down to write these particular songs for this record or were they songs that you had around and suddenly they made sense as a as an album um probably a, a bit of both like i'd just been really just writing 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 from when shoot me in the heart came out really i was like right i just need to get as many songs as i'm happy with and then something will pop out of that whether it's another ep whether it's two eps or whether it's an album greg was the one that said just push the boat out do an album because i right. was tossing with let's do this ep and that ep right um but I'm so glad that I, I did the album and yeah, going through the songs, um, finding which ones worked well, because we had a whole bunch of demos and it was, it was great to bounce off Greg um, on what ones he, he thought worked well together. And the interesting thing, because yeah, like you say, some of the songs had been lying around for ages, so they're quite old to me, yep. but Greg's obviously listening to them as, as first time listeners, so yep. to yep. him yep. they're all new. And so he... He picked some ones that were a bit kind of that I hadn't really even considered because I was a bit bored with them, I guess. But um, but yeah, and then we just ended up with 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 what has now become Let It Burn. Cool, cool. So yeah, what when you're hitting the stage on the album release thing, and you've got this album that's been sitting around in your brain at least for more than three years, and been sitting in the can for that long. What, what was going through your head as you were taking the stage and finally up there with the, with the band behind you playing those songs? Yeah. Um, I've done, a, I've done quite a bit of reflecting from, from the night and yeah, it was weird. It was, yeah, we hadn't played live together for such a long time and to come back and for our first show to be an album release show with a bunch of songs that we haven't played live either. Um, there was, some nerves there was some yeah. uncertainty there was i feel like we we're at a perfect point of rehearsed enough but not over rehearsed that it was you know stale yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but yeah there were, there were moments on stage where i had to kind of just I, my mind just keeps shifting from i have to focus to remember the the words and the and the chords and then what's coming up next and then it's like oh but you know enjoy yourself enjoy the moment you know lose yourself in the moment Yep. And then it's don't lose yourself too much because right. you'll miss the next bit. And then <laughs> and then it's also like, look, don't look stale, like look like you're, you know, move around and, and, and enjoy it and be part of it. Um, so all of these things just all at once. But it was, yeah, it's special to reflect on now. And it was a really special night. I love your story about your hearing, how it came back the morning of the show. Yeah. What was it? You're right here. Oh, it, it's, it's I mean, even if it didn't come back on the morning, it would have been you know, a, a legendary story in itself that yep. I was, it, it felt like a cruel twist to be performing my debut album release show and 
and ironically i'm not being able to hear it um but yeah about three weeks ago now four weeks ago now i was just playing football and the ball just smack bang right in the middle of the air and it could have been a centimeter either way and i would have been fine but it just sent a pressure wave into my eardrum and it just popped it um and i had obviously for my job and i mean even if i wasn't a musician an audio engineer to lose your hearing is a scary thing yep but um having that added stress um I'd, i'd come to terms with the fact that it's safe to proceed um the specialist said it was fine um but i was accepting that uh in a cruel twist i'm not going to be able to enjoy the show as i would have hoped yep and then yeah to wake up on um the friday morning of the show and i i kind of got out of bed and I, I wasn't dizzy i wasn't you know my head wasn't spinning from you know not, not being able to hear binaurally yep and i just thought holy crap this is this is a miracle because well, i'd that seen the specialist two days prior yep. and they'd said give it two weeks right uh, and and it was two days and it was amazing all right so the album opens up with a tune called dynamite um mm-hmm. so why is that the why did you choose to kick off with that one tell me a little bit about how it, the song itself came about Dynamite. So Dynamite, Greg was unsure about Dynamite, actually. I knew Dynamite was going to be this banging song that had to be on the album. Right. Greg was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not unsure, but, you know, Miller wants it, so we'll go ahead with it. Yeah. And then as we were, you know, in pre-production and and recording it, he thought, this is a great track, and this has to be the opening track of the album. Um, And, and yeah, I just love how, you know, it starts so delicately, almost as if, the fuse has just been lit it's a slow burn until it fully explodes you know a minute in and i've written songs you know from my ep or perform songs live and and that are in that kind of delicate um ballad kind of emotional sentimental vibe people know me for that as well so i liked the fact that the album started off like that and people were like oh yeah this is this is classic miller it's nice and and touching and whatnot Right. And then that guitar riff comes in, the, the drums come in, and it just explodes. And yep. it just sets the scene, I think, for the rest of the album to kind of follow through with that whole kind of explosive vibe. Gotcha, gotcha. And even as you're telling me about it, and uh, as, as I, especially when I was watching you at the show, I couldn't help but think of Bruce Springsteen. And there, I think you mentioned him in a lyric somewhere along the line. So, and you're kind of a little yep. little on the, coming from a born to run kind of vibe or you know, whatever so so tell me about your relationship with old bruce yeah well, i think just growing up like my dad's a huge fan right um and so growing up with with the music playing in my childhood it's 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 in there um somewhere i'm not a, the biggest fan compared to him he's right. definitely in, an influence and and we've referenced him in the album and sounds and and that kind of vibe as well uh-huh. um but yeah he's just when he's playing live or or that born to run album like you say it's just so explosive and just a good upbeat kind of vibe um but he also does that you know the the quiet acoustic thing and and the storyteller kind of thing so yeah yeah i'm definitely i feel like he's a huge influence 
Okay, so now, again, th three years plus after the fact, is there an, a song on the on the album that's, that really means something special to you or that you want to talk about in particular other than the one that we already have? A special song from the album? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they've all, they're all have a memory attached to them, sure. but I think yeah. I've, I, it's been really nice having the album out and people getting in touch with what their favorite songs are. And, and, you know, I, I'd assumed everyone would just like the singles, but it's nice to hear when people like some of the, you know, the album tracks, the tracks later down the, the track listing. Yep. Um, for me, I really like wake up. Uh -huh. Um, I think it's the, the ninth, the, the second to last song on the album. Yep. It's, um, yep. It just kind of, it's different from all the other ones. It it doesn't follow a, a traditional kind of pop chorus, verse, chorus, verse kind of uh, arrangement. Uh, there's not, there's kind of a, a chorus, but it's more of just a refrain. The lyrics are quite simple, but personal. Um, and yeah, I suppose in the last three, four, five years, it, it is all about kind of depression and, and mental illness and that whole kind of vibe of I know my heart's in the right place but I just I've got these demons in my head kind of thing I'm afraid of being alone I'm afraid of my own home and I don't want to sleep Get I might wake up It's my head that's pulling me down Not my heart And even getting the album out has been a hard thing to do. Yep. So I feel like that's a song that, for me, on the album, will always be a kind of a memento of, yeah, you, like, you've, you've pushed through and you've gotten this, this achievement out. Um, so that's a special song to me. Cool, cool. So now the album is out. You've done the album release show. What's the plan going forward? Have you got a, another batch the, of the songs waiting to go? You're touring? What, what? Yeah, tell us what you're up to. Yeah, I mean, just I'm still writing. I'm still yep. working. I think I'll always be writing and working on songs. And um, yeah, looking forward to next year and as soon as the show finished, the band were like, Miller, we got to go on tour. This is great. Yep. Um, and I feel like if the band wants to go on tour, that's, that's half of the, half of the battle to get a band that, you know, wants to commit themselves to that. So, I mean, they're just such a great bunch of guys. Um, the immediate plan is to take a rest. I'm pretty exhausted. Um, getting, getting all of this out as an independent musician. Right. Is, is hard work. Um, but yeah, I think we've 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 just released "Hold On, Fix You," kind of a little acoustic mashup cover, right? Um, that you would have seen live live at the show. So that acoustic version is out now. And then yeah, we've got a. I'm not I'm not spreading around too much. We've got a, we've got we've got a few surprises uh, before the end of the year. Um, and then we'll we'll take a take a breather over summer and see what next year holds. <laughs> 